Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I am your host, Patty Lennon. And as I record this, I'm recording it coming to you from my 40s, 49 to be exact. But by the time you get this episode, I will have turned 50. And I have to say, I am looking forward to this birthday probably more than maybe any other birthday than let's say my 21st. I feel um, really excited about what's to come. And just the other day, my husband asked me, he's older than I am, so he's already crested the 50 mark. He said, how, I, how do you feel about turning 50? And I had said what I'm going to say to you, which is I'm excited because it feels like it's the age that I was born to be. And I don't know if you've ever felt that for wherever you are on your journey of life, that you got to a certain age and it felt like it fit you a bit better than any other age. And the 50s feel like what I'm built for. And what I mean by that is a lot of the journey, especially over the last 10 years through my 40s, has been about learning what to let go of and what to give up on. And there's incredible freedom that comes from that. You know, last week I was hosting, the last two weeks I've been hosting the Space for Magic training as we led up to opening the doors to the receiving school. And a lot of the questions that I get around creating Space for Magic has to do with, you know, how do I let more in? More time, more freedom, more money, more love, more support. And that's reasonable, right? How do we let these gifts in? And almost always, the answer is about letting go of other things. Making space, literally. And we don't easily learn that skill, right? As we grow up, there's especially, I mean, I grew up in the States. I don't know what it's like in other countries, but I would guess in most Western countries, at least it's like this, is that there's a very consumer-focused energy and a consumption energy. And I am, from what I understand, the States are you know, leading the pack on this for sure. <laughs> but this idea that like we get more more, more, more. And um, really, our freedom comes from our willingness to let go of things. You know, I shared the story a couple weeks ago about making the decision to let go of my China, to, to give it to someone that my wedding China that we never use. We've been married 20 years and we've used it once. And it deserves to be with a family that can use it all the time. It deserves to fulfill its purpose, right? And I could just feel the happiness in the China as it went to its new home. And it created all of this flow in the area of my home that it was in because we got rid of the China cabinet. And it just, it just feels so spacious now. And it took a little courage because it felt 
you know, that that China was important. My son said to me, how can you give that away? People gave that to you as a gift at your wedding. Like he is, you know, certainly one that likes things and likes to buy things. And I understand that, but I trust that when they gave it to us, they gave it to us with the intention it would be used to celebrate. And we weren't using it that way. And it deserves to be in a better place. And the same thing goes for people and places. Like there may be people in your life that you have to let go of. And that's hard. It's so hard. It takes so much courage, especially when it's a relationship that's been around for a really long time. And it feels like 50, maybe because 50's got the energy of that five energy, which is change. The 50 feels like a decade where you're get you get to do that. You like you have permission to do that. And I feel like the 40s have been building up my permission muscle around what I keep and what I let go of. And speaking of fives, if this came up a lot in the last two weeks as I was taking questions of just the kind of year we're in, right? It's It feels very um, emotionally or energetically turbulent. And the reason for that is it's a five-year and five years are years that create change. And you can't have change without shaking things up a bit, right? We want change without shaking things up a bit, but that's not usually how it works. And, you know, for me, for sure, the for the 10 years leading up to my 50th have been lots of shaken up. <laughs> the snow globe of my inner well has been shaken up and the snow has been kicked around quite a bit, quite a bit. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful to be stepping into this new decade, knowing what I believe at a deeper level is who I really am and being okay with that. You know, I talked about um, this sense of limitlessness that I've been experiencing lately. And after I had given that podcast, a few really challenging events happened in my life. They really tested that limitlessness. As I went through these events, I found that I was very calm like very, very calm. There was a few moments of me being annoyed and pissed off and upset that the difficulty was happening, but it passed within hours and it was old energy. And then I just came to this place of where I just feel so peaceful and so safe. And safety is underrated. You know, safety is underrated. When we think about reaching for safety, it almost feels like a weak choice. But when you're looking for like real safety, the safety to take risks and, you know, risks that are true to your soul and know you're going to be okay. You know, that trampoline metaphor and the trapeze metaphor where you let go of one bar and you go to the other and just trusting, even if you fall, that the net is there, right? but that you likely won't. It's an amazing feeling to know that you will be okay. And it's taken me all 50 years to get here, to feel this feeling. And I'm so grateful for it. And that we would ever challenge someone that's reaching for safety is such a shame. Of course, if we're keeping ourselves small to feel safe, we don't want to do that. But if we want to be able to feel safe taking risks, 
that should be a higher calling than we allow it to be because it's our belief that we're unsafe that really holds us back from having the life that we desire. Because a lot of times when we're reaching for things that are going to give us that life, there's people and voices and societal norms that are telling us that's not okay, that we will be rejected, that we will be alone, that we will be abandoned, you know, if we reach for those things. And that was certainly alive for me for much of my life. And now that I'm feeling it start to shift into this other place, this okayness, I really appreciate that. You know, after my father passed away in 2019, the message I shared a lot was what he said when he crossed over, which is that his big surprise was that kindness is the only currency that matters when you cross over, that what greets you on the other side is all the kindnesses you put out into the world being returned to you. And I feel like kind is another one of those words that feels soft or meh. If you had told me in my 20s or probably my early 30s that my highest, one of my highest callings would be to reach for kindness, I would have brushed it off. It's not exciting enough. It's not interesting enough. And then yet now here at 50, I know how incredibly valuable kindness is. And the kind of courage it takes to be kind and the difference kindness makes in the world, possibly more than anything else, because it is just so easy in the world that we're in to be unkind. So easy. You know, the other day, my, my very best friend in the world, my oldest and dearest friend in the world sent me a mug that had a quote on it. And it was so funny. It did make me laugh out loud. And she said, this made me think of you. But it was this really like harsh kind of of comment. I'm not even going to tell you what what it actually said because it's really not cool. (laughs) It was basically saying like, I have no tolerance for stupid is essentially the the essence of what she sent me. And I know why it made her think of me because, you know, when we were younger, that was sort of my difference. My edge was I called it like it was back at a time, you know, when I was younger, when a lot of people wouldn't even in the bank. One of the reasons I advanced was because I I wasn't trying to advance. And so I would just tell my bosses the truth. When things were failing because of systemic choices that senior management had made, I would just tell them, like, here it is. And not with any emotion, just it is what it is. And it was a stupid decision that you spent $70 million or billion dollars on this tech solution. It doesn't work. And that was me. That was the old me. But here at 50, I don't really find that I feel so much need to call poor choices or questionable choices out. For me, I reach for compassion and possibly because I see how many choices I made that were so oddball, that were just so off the rails, not good choices. And I so value the compassion that people have shown me 
And I just really feel how hard it is sometimes to just be a human. And so for each of us, no matter where we are in our journeys, just to get up every morning sometimes just feels like, oh, it feels like the most courage you can possibly summon up just to get out of bed. And I think as we get older, especially, you know, what I've seen with a lot of my friends is, you know, my contemporaries that grew up with me is that by 50, because we're all turning 50 this year, you've had a few lumps. You've been dealt enough lumps that edginess isn't your goal. You know, kindness, compassion, these are things that you can value from a very wise place (laughs) from 50 years of wisdom. And I know I've got so many more years to go. At least I think I do. So I guess I have a lot more learning to do and I can't wait to see what comes. And then the final thing that I think's come to me that I value that I don't know that I always did before that I've come to see as so important is community, is who you surround yourself really affects the quality of your life so much more than what you surround yourself and with and what you achieve. The who, so much more than what, really defines happiness for you. It defines pleasure and comfort and a sense of well-being. And sometimes you have to go through a deep sense of loneliness to find that community because you have to, again, let go of the people that aren't right for you to make space for the people that are right for you. I know for years, people had suggested that I create a a community membership, right, as part of my business model. And I had always resisted it until this past year when all of a sudden it felt so necessary. This pandemic has given us a global reset on a lot of pieces of the puzzle. And I think community is one of them and connection, right? To be taken away from each other and then given back to each other and to decide where are the human pieces of the puzzle that still fit. That change in the world and that change in my own paradigm really was the thing that shifted it for me and made me decide that, yeah, I really do want a membership community because I want a place a space where people who get this thing, this making space for magic can hang out together, where we can share ideas, where we can share the magic that's showing up and do it from this common language. You know, it makes me so happy when someone in the group says, you guys, I have to tell you, I was having the toughest week and then a bird flew overhead and I just knew it was going to be okay. And that sounds, to someone that doesn't get it, it's going to sound simplistic and it's going to sound trite. But if you get it and you've been on the journey, especially inside the community and you've seen that person and what they've gone through and you see the breakthrough of them trusting the sign and trusting the feeling and then also overcoming and you can celebrate them for that. You need a common context to do that. 
And that's the value of community is to feel understood in, in ways sometimes your family of origin or even your chosen family that you live with or your immediate friends don't always understand is where can you find these pockets of community that get you? And that's been so important to me where 10 years ago, I was looking for networking events and conferences I could go to and like love the messages of like, let's go get them and let's hustle and let's grow and do all of these things that take quite a bit of energy. I'm more interested in meeting people now who understand the divine loves us. Yeah. And are interested in furthering that conversation, a furthering conversation of kindness and love and compassion. That's far more exciting to me today. That other stuff, that grit and hustle stuff, and, and it's, you know, the grit and hustle stuff, it serves you at the right time. It does serve you. And if you're listening to this and you still feel inspired by the grit and hustle ideas, you know, hey, go for them, right? Let them serve you. But if there's something else calling your heart forward, listen to that. Listen to that and trust it because it's important. That wisdom is important. And I think that's that's what this journey into 50 has taught me also is that there's no shortcuts around my own inner wisdom. Like I can ignore it in favor of societal norms or what other people think. But at the end of the day, the shortest route to my highest path is my own gut instinct. And when I try and fight that, I just make the journey that much harder, (laughs) that much longer, right? There is no shortcuts to our own inner wisdom. And that feels really, really important. I'm really glad I figured that out. And I know I probably have, I'll be here 10 years from now, God willing, doing this podcast and telling you all the things I figured out from 50 to 60, and then maybe even 60 to 70. (laughs) Although probably the podcasting technology will be different by then. And certainly if you've got wisdom from your 60s, from your 70s that you want to share with me as you're listening to me and thinking, oh, she's so cute. Listen to her, her little 50 years of wisdom. You feel free to send it to me because I'm always open to the wisdom of age. You can email me patty at pattylennon.com. And if you're craving community right now, I do want to let you know that we have reopened the doors to the Magic Lounge, my membership community. We opened it over the summer and, and was only open for a week to bring our founders in and give everyone an opportunity to get settled and really see what the community needed let us cultivate the environment based on what we were seeing with a smaller group of people. And now that we feel like we've come to understand that we have, we are ready to open the door. So if you would like to join us in the Magic Lounge, it's a beautiful community. You also get a number of resources. You get access to my digital library of all my video, all my audio content that's been out there. If you've ever felt all the free content, I should say some of it is the paid content. But if you've ever been in a situation where you thought, oh, I just wish I could listen to all the podcasts where Patty talks about pendulums or Patty talks about grief, or you want to see, you know, everywhere that I've talked about my marriage <laughs> and and marriage in general, you know, including my Facebook lives, including interviews with other people, this 
inside our library. You can get all that and it's all indexed for you. So it's all searchable. We have some major categories that we know most people search for, like growing your intuitive gifts to get all the content I've put out that's available to you on that. You can get that in the membership. And then we also have a process of opening to magic, the space for magic journaling process, lots of good stuff in there. I won't go into detail about it, but I would say there's lots of benefits to joining. The big one to me though, is the community. This is a beautiful, beautiful group of people. If you'd like to try it out, it's $37 a month. You can join, cancel at any time. So it's very low pressure. I'm going to put the link to the Magic Lounge in our show notes. And if you're interested, I'd love for you to join us. And certainly, if there's any content you'd like to see me creating on this podcast, by all means, email me. Let me know what that is because I'm always looking to hear how I can serve you. And wherever you are on your particular age journey, I hope the wisdom of whatever age you're at is dropping in for you at such a deep level that you feel connection and peace to yourself at a level you've never felt before because you absolutely deserve that. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.